Cheers, Drew. Cheers to you, Brian. You're rocking that sweater mug hard, man. This is like third or fourth time now you've had it on here. It's delightful. It. I love it. Tis the season. Um, indeed. Tis the season to talk about the Penider Arma. This is going to be fun. This is going to be a lot of fun. I did some research on this. It's three different pens that we're going to show you all here today. Um, and this is a, probably the, the biggest, fanciest thing that's come out of Penider so far. So it's pretty exciting. And just by the size of the box, you can right. tell it's going to be impressive. There's something big happening here. So this is the Penider Armon set. Yes. So there's three different pens, and we're going to go through and, and talk about them all. Um, but I have not yet seen this set. I've seen the pens individually mm -hmm. as samples, but I haven't seen the final thing, so this will be kind of a fresh unboxing. Alright, do you want to unbox it now or do you want to give us a little bit of a prelude? I got a little bit of a prelude. Alright, let's so prelude talk it up. About who is Armand? I don't know, Brian. Who is he? He is a French-born artist for the Nouveau Realism realm. Of course. Um, so he came out of the Dadaism and pop art of the early 1900s. I know nothing about art, and, and Andy's like, yes, that's true, Brian, because she went to art school, but um, yay for me. Uh, so he was famous for deconstruction and fragmentation of household objects. So he would so literally whole, like, break them apart and, yeah, and then like, stage them So his, his, whole, his whole thing with the movement that he, that he kind of came out of was, you know, mass production was starting to really take over in the industrialism of the, you know, early 1900s. And it was kind of this statement about the decline of craftsmanship mm. and this mass production and just kind of the breakdown of modern society like 100 years ago. So he would take these mass produced household objects, gather them all up together and have these huge collections of axes or musical instruments or whatever. And he would like weld them together or paint them or whatever and turn them into sculptures. Gotcha. So he became kind of famous for like his sculptures of, you know, welding like a bunch of cars or tanks or, you know, axes tanks? or whatever. Yeah, there's oh my one, God. there's one, I forget where it is located, but it's like 83 tanks or something that's, that he welded together. Where so, do you get your hands on 83 tanks? I don't know, but Especially I guess. Especially during that time, they were using those. I mean, this is like post-World War II. This is like oh, later. Is late. Oh, okay. He wasn't born until like 1926 Oh, okay. You, you mentioned like early that. 1900s. I thought we were talking well, about Well, that's the War movement I. that he like oh, kind of came out of. Yeah. So gotcha. That's, anyway, that's what inspired him. So I think Penider produced this in a limited, you know, so it's like a limited high craftsmanship kind of pen speaking to kind of that movement of the lack of mass production, right? Interesting. And so kind of interesting just what that kind of stemmed out of. So this is a this is a Dante Del Vecchio Penider yeah. uh, brainstorm here. So all the pens feature these kind of cut away, kind of deconstructed sections of the pen uh -huh. with some of the same materials like metals and stuff that he would have used. So kind of fascinating. Only 88 sets are available worldwide. Which is what this is. And we can go ahead and start unboxing it as we talk. All here. right. So you'll see, I have looked at this. You'll see some examples of his work as we open them up. We've got a violin and a statue of the Statue of Liberty. Yep. Statuette so, of Liberty, so, if you will. Yeah, these are some of his, you know, more famous sculptures that he's done. So they found inspiration from some of these. Um, but yeah. All right, and so, then here <laughs> we have the display, the display. Is pretty darn cool. So right, and this just slides out. Yep. So this is a solid wood stand, uh, which is rather impressive. Uh, and you can, it's, it's got like spring-loaded little things in the in the bottom here, so it actually holds the pen upright, and we'll show you how all that works. And then here we have a tray that pulls out to reveal the pens themselves. We've got some literature, some Penider paper, and then the, pens. the three pens. Aren't they beautiful? Crinkly plastic. That's right. 
All right, now that we've uncrinkled the plastic and cut back to the thing, Andy was like, I can't stand that. We're not going <laughs> to record that. Um, anyway, so this is the, the first of the pens. So two of these pens are available as individual pens. So this is one of them that you can get individually. This is called the Trilogy. So this is made out of bronze, and it is a basically a triple cut. So you're actually seeing, it's not like a, wi I mean, it's, it's a window. I mean, the inkest of ink windows. Three windows. You could get. Uh, yeah, but well, I mean, is it a window if it doesn't have any glass? Ah, it's a good question. It's, just, it's a hole. It's yeah, I guess it's just a hole. Yeah. Window sounds better, I guess. Um, black trim, black nib, black clip, all that mm -hmm. stuff looks really cool. Very nice. It's got this nice bronze finish with kind of like a matte texture. It's, it's I would I would almost say stonewashed. Yeah, it's like a stonewashed yeah. texture. Yeah, like sort of an antique mm -hmm. kind of feel to it. So same quill nib, the 14 karat quill Which nib. Which is gorgeous, gives Smooth. you a nice general flow, a little bit of bounce. Absolutely. And it's got their mystery filler, uh, which is a little less of a mystery on this pen because you can see everything that's going on. And we've seen mystery fillers where you can look behind some acrylic, some clear acrylic and see yeah. it happening. But there's something very different about it being 100% exposed. It's not even Absolutely. behind acrylic. It is 100% exposed. You can feel and touch the whole yeah. thing. Pretty cool. Yeah, it's and, fascinating. And they blacked out the, the insides of the mechanism to mm -hmm. match the pen. Really pretty cool. It's Very got intentional. That, it's got that uh, twist magnetic uh, lock on kinda it. Kind of pulls it in a twisting motion mm -hmm. down. And it's got their, their quill clip, but they kind of redesigned it for these pens mm -hmm. to have this kind of skeletal uh, look to it, that's which a good, is, that's a which good is word pretty it, darn yeah. cool. Um, this pen is 1400 MSRP on its own, uh, but it's 1118 at GPC. And the individual pen does come with its own wood case that, that matches this one as well. The individual pens are numbered out of 388. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just Please. curious about how it actually feels. <clears throat> like it looks like it's an uncomfortable pen. Well, you're gonna feel. You know what though? You know? For me, if I'm holding it like this, I don't. I'm not. It's not resting in a gap. The 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 um right. the metal is actually touching my yeah, hand. So I guess be it's resting on one of the non cutaway portions. Right. So that's that's actually one thing I was gonna mm -hmm. check to see. So that's actually pretty cool. I think it would be well actually no, that feels fine too. It really does. So no, it's not uncomfortable. Yeah, and it's a long pen, it's well balanced. You yeah. can post it if you want, but you don't really need to. Right. It's so kind of a heavy pen. It does not bother me. And either yeah. so yeah, either way it wants to rest, it, yeah. it's not uncomfortable at all. It yeah. looks like it wouldn't be super comfortable, but I don't know, for me, it wouldn't bother me, but... And again, you know, this is, this kind of falls into the territory for me of really more of a collector's item and a display piece, clearly, as much as a usable pen. The pen's going to write great, and it's going to be a good performer, um, but really, it's, it's to display as well, so you can go either way. Uh, the next pen that I have here, this is the Night and Day. So this is a rainbow avional aluminum. I saw that word, and... Which, I don't know if you know that anything was interesting. about that. No. But I did look it up on Wikipedia. Avion like a bird? Uh, no, it comes from Avion. Avion is a place in France. Oh, I believe, like the or water? Avion. Uh, that's like Avion. I think that's different. <laughs> but <laughs> it's close, though. Usually you say um, A A V I, it means like flight or bird or aviary, well, aviation. It's interesting you say that because it is an aircraft grade aluminum. So I think it's used in a lot of aircraft. Uh, but it's a, it's a specific like brand of hardened aluminum, sort of like you have Macrolon is a brand or plexiglass. Right. Those are brands of materials. I gotcha. Avionol is is a specific brand of aluminum. Uh, but anyway, so it's it's this is much lighter because aluminum is lighter than bronze. Um, so very durable stuff. It's got this rainbow coating which just looks really really cool. Right. Um, it's got a two cut design instead of the three cut mm -hmm. that you have on the trilogy. 
Hence the night and day. Ah, you know, the night gotcha. and day versus the trilogy three. So you know, kind of cool. This one's got all palladium trim, uh, so you're seeing you know more of a silver coated trim mm -hmm. as opposed to the black. Same skeletal quill clip on its um, same mystery, you know, filler. mystery filler mechanism and everything. So the pen itself is going to be, it's really a design difference, but the function of it is gonna be uh, very similar. So this one also 388 pieces individually, 88 is part of the set. This one is 1600 MSRP, mm -hmm. 1278 on our site. And you can put that one in. <clears throat> the last one that I have here is only available with the set. So there will only be 88 of these. You know what? I was thinking there aren't a lot of pens that we've ever carried where there have been fewer than a hundred of them ever made. That is true, especially like of this of this grade. Right. You it's know? not super common. Yeah, very true. And uh, so this is made of titanium, and this is a, a unique design that they've done. So this is called the Doppler, uh, and it's got some similar cutouts. It kind of merges a little bit of the skeletal kind of. Uh, design that you have on the clip. Which is cool that they kept it on the same side as the clip. Right? I think that was intentional. And then it's got the kind of the night and day reflection here on the back. And this has got like a rose gold trim on the whole thing. So Nib too? Yep. Nib everything. Mm. So it's, it matches really nicely. It looks super cool. It doesn't, this one, it doesn't match up quite to the, the nib. I don't know if they're all like this, you know, because we, we only have so they many. They probably just wanted to make sure that they... They wanted it to line up when it was closed, Yeah, because, yeah, because it's going to be a display. Mm -hmm. So it may have just been that the nib, I don't know, maybe you could maybe you could turn the nib. I'm not sure what that would be. It's a lot lighter than it looks, too. It looks like a big, well, yeah. heavy metal pen, but well, it's titanium. And some of it's the cutouts. Like, yeah. you're literally taking away half the metal. Which is a big deal to make that many cuts in titanium. Yeah, there you go. You can, all right, and then yeah, it's not. It, I mean, it definitely has some weight to it, but it's not nearly as heavy yeah, as like I think it looks. <laughs> All right, and there we go, the First, multiples. You got to display the Doppler in the middle. Yes, there. absolutely. So there you go. So if you have the individual pen, you still get the same pen rest, uh, but it would only hold one pen. Right, it does not have the three. slots for the three because Correct. you can't get that middle one unless you buy the set. Yes, indeed. So I don't know how many sets we're going to have. I don't know how quick they're going to sell. I mean, it's not super, super cheap. It's a $5,000 list price. We'll have it for just under four. So, um, you know, it's not but in that, be, in not that be for everybody. But, but in that price range, there are $5,000 single pens. Oh, absolutely. So if you are in that price range, you could get three. And if you're into like these really cool, like interesting metals and stuff yeah. like that, especially with the design aspect in a collaboration with a famous artist, like it's it's pretty interesting. Of course, Amon passed away a while ago, I think 2005. Um, so it's not his actual It's still a fascinating there, piece. <laughs> and like you said, definitely the biggest, most ornate thing that Paniter has presented thus far. For sure. And this has been like a Dante conception. You know, he's he's got tons of ideas like this. So to see something like this is like, Yep, that's that's Dante right there. So pretty cool. Well, this excites us. Hopefully, it'll excite you. Yeah, and you get to little see a little preview of these pens. If you want to learn more about them, you can check them out on GoulaysPens.com. And uh, also, tomorrow is Thanksgiving, so if you happen to be celebrating American Thanksgiving, we wish you all a very happy holidays, and we are very thankful for you as our customers, as our viewers, and uh, we will see you next week. Thanks for watching, and right on.